Michael Babcock here with the Portage Health Foundation, and welcome to another edition of the PHF Podcast. Um, this week, we are here talking with Stephanie Graff, with the president of the Upper Peninsula Human Trafficking Task Force, which is more difficult to say than you might expect, but I think I nailed it on my first try. So, Stephanie, welcome to the show. Good morning, and thank you for having us, Michael. Yeah, we are so excited to have you, um, but we're more excited about what you're going to be doing um, here in Michigan's Copper Country in October, hosting a series of events focusing on what human trafficking is, why it matters, and and actually just kind of bringing to light the fact that this is actually a pretty serious issue in our community. So these events are taking place Monday, October 11th uh, at the Barrigo Lakeside Inn, Tuesday, October 12th at the Ontonagon Theater of Performing Arts, and Wednesday, October 13th at the Finnish American Heritage Center here in Hancock, right across from our office, actually. Um, these events are going to start at 5.30 p.m. with the doors opening. The presentation will start at 6 p.m. with a question and answer session to follow it. Uh, we'll be providing light refreshments. We hope so much that you'll come out and join us for one of these events pretty much no matter who you are, what you do, and, and we'll dive into that um, in a moment here with Stephanie. I, but I do, before I do that, want to give a special shout out to the Blue Cross Blue Shield Found, of Michigan Foundation. Um, they, uh, along with us, helped pay for this series of events that are going to be happening. Um, these events are in partnership with, of course, the UP Human Trafficking Task Force, as well as Dial Help. So, Stephanie, let's talk about human trafficking. What is human trafficking? Thank you, Michael, and thank you for Portage Health offering this listenership of the podcast because this is our community. We are partners in one fight, and that is to uh, prevent human trafficking or human exploitation from happening right in our lovely community. Yeah, and people are going to hear that, and they're going to be like, well, this isn't an issue in our community. Mm -hmm. But the, the truth is is that it is an issue. Mm -hmm. um, and you and I started planning out you know, how we're going to promote these events coming up. You made it very clear that these examples are happening locally. So I'm, I'm talking about that. What, what has happened here locally? Um, just to give people an idea that this is something they need to be aware of that does happen. I appreciate that. Human trafficking is not something new. Uh, it has actually been shown to um, pop up in history many times over. And so the modern day slavery uh, term or human trafficking, although might have not been uh, titled before, uh, if you take a look at actually what happens, we could recognize that this uh, has been happening in um, not only U.S. history, but, you know, history as a civilization. So um, trafficking in persons is um, the term that the federal government has coined and used in only the year 2000 where it made trafficking in persons a federal crime or illegal. And if you think, how come only in the year 2000, uh, we all kind of can grasp our mind around that because, you know, we all were raised right, especially, you know, in our small communities, we all know everybody. Uh, the state of Michigan and many states have uh, followed suit. And in 2014, the state of Michigan passed 21 new laws that uh, help hold exploiters accountable. They can actually be charged for human trafficking, you know, criminal violations, i.e. sex trafficking, uh, commercial sex trafficking, or labor trafficking. And so since 2014, here it is 2021, um, we have been working nonstop around the state, uh, lower and upper Michigan, to do our part. So the legislation has passed um, 
What we now know is that there are four pillars, just like the Portage Health Foundation has pillars that they stand by that are important and they guide your mission. Well, the uh, agencies involved at the federal level and also down to the local community level understand that these pillars are our guidepost to look at what it is and how to prevent it. So an example today, the first pillar, like everything else, is prevention. Prevention means that we need to educate, we need to train, we need to talk about it. So these uh, three wonderful community events in your area, in, in uh, Baraga, Ontonagon, yes, we're getting out to Ontonagon, um, and uh, you know, then in Hancock, is really to discuss and, and educate folks on what it is and then what it looks like. Excellent, and they, they should be some really good events. Um, and and who, who, who are you targeting to go to these events? Who are you hoping will actually attend them? So if, if uh, we can frame it around how we know it happens, then I think the community can understand um, that why it's important for them to show up. Of course, you know, we do know that, first of all, human trafficking is a violation not only against uh, our federal and state laws, but they're also a violation against persons and a strike against human dignity. And we all have people that have gone through terrible things and tough things. Our Copper Country is a wonderful, beautiful place, but we have our struggles. And, you know, we're Sisu and we, we push through no matter what. But the fact that poverty is the number one push factor to someone to be made vulnerable, to be trafficked, is something we're going to talk about. And I think it's something that every one of us in our family can relate to. You know, we, um, for instance, I was born in Launce, raised in Painsdale. I'm a copper miner daughter, if you will, and my father worked in the copper mines. But um, if you look back into history, mining, you know, is known and has, you know, unfortunate experiences, especially early in the days where labor trafficking and labor exploitations were happening, all for what reason? For, for profiting at that point, correct? For money, right. Mm -hmm. Not that there wasn't legitimate management, but we do know that there were accidents that happened there. Um, and even before that, uh, the Holocaust happened. And I'm happy to bring forward what we need to remember in history so that we can learn from it and prevent it from happening. So I am a granddaughter of uh, Irina Wisniewski, who at the age of 14 was taken out of her mother's home in Nazi-occupied Poland and forced, okay, there's another word that we use, force, fraud, or coercion is how we identify trafficking. She was forced to work in labor camps, in concentration camps, uh, for six years. I am honored to continue and carry on her story and legacy where um, we want to learn from history and make sure that we don't allow for that to happen right here in our community and our friends and our family. Right, and that, that is um, the, one of the things you brought up there is, is this force. We often think human trafficking, um, at least the people I've kind of been talking to, because uh, since we've been promoting this, I've been talking to a lot of people about it, and people seem to have this vision of it being um, putting somebody right into, into their basement to hide them for, for very awful purposes. 
but often involved with sex and things like that. But one your example that you just gave and one example that we see throughout our community when there is a human trafficking event that happens is that it's often not about that. It's often about working. It's about taking advantage of somebody. So tell me a little bit about those examples and, and why people need to be aware that it's not just one simple thing of human trafficking. If it were just one simple thing, we'd be farther along, right? It presents as something first and something else. So what we say and coin the term is to learn about it and then learn to understand where and how it happens and then you are to look beneath the surface. What is the whole story here? We uh, struggle with addiction. Many communities do. And addiction is a disease. And we are seeing such an increase in drug coercion. We'll talk about that. Drug coercion, basically, a person is taking a known um, addiction and exploiting that for profit. So, okay, if you want to get that next meth high, you're going to have to have three sex dates in this parking lot over here at the casino, for instance. And that addiction drives the ultimate decision to be compliant to that. It's not something anybody wants to have sex with three, four, or five strangers a day. That's a sacred, beautiful thing. But that addiction is exploited. And so we work with so many wonderful people within our community, the upset teams and our law enforcement agencies and our victim services, dial help, right, to uh, not judge folks that are going through that, but say, we're here and um, we understand, and you're not the criminal. Right. You're not the criminal. Right. And that's really important because oftentimes it's the girls or boys, men or women, that are the ones that are going through the, the child welfare system, our court system. They're the ones that are being arrested. They're the ones being in jail because um, their exploiters or the controllers know how to dodge and they're never really too close. They're always close, but they're always, you know, fleeting. Um, so we want to show how that, you know, how that can look. Excellent. Again, these events are Monday, October 11th in Baraga at the Baraga Lakeside Inn, Tuesday, October 12th at the Ansonagan Theater, uh, Wednesday, October 13th uh, here at the Finnish American Heritage Center in Hancock. Um, if you are in danger, need help, uh, or want to report a suspicious tip, call or text the human the UP Human Trafficking Task Force. Uh, they have a 24-hour helpline. That is 1-906-299-9243. Again, 1-906-299-9243. That number will also be in the show notes here for the PHF podcast. Uh, you can go there again. You can call or text that number. Um, I also invite you to check out more information about the series of events that are taking place. If you go to phfgive.org slash trafficking, all the information can be found there. Um, Stephanie, we're going to end up podcast here. Is there anything else you want to mention before we finish up? I really appreciate Very difficult to talk in 15 minutes about this more very comprehensive um, topic. But it is not only a public health issue, it's a public safety issue. And um, traffickers use the business industry. We want to call out and engage the chambers of commerce here in the area. It is a business. That's what it is. And they will use, um, you know, the transportation industry to move, move their, their stable, if you will, 
from one location to the other. So if you're in transportation, and that could be a, a cargo ship, which is through the Great Lakes, we have a tremendous amount of cargo ports, something interesting to talk about. If you're in the airline business or work at the airport, did you know that it's actually now mandated by the state to post information about human trafficking in all uh, public transportation? So folks that work up at the airport or the bus lines, please come. Uh, know and understand that this is largely a criminal activity that goes under the guise of a commercial business, um, another commercial business. So they'll use the banking industries to funnel money from what looks like a legit business out to the other, the hotels and motels. Folks, if you uh, work and manage a hotel motel up here, even an Airbnb, please come join us because there's specific uh, individual things you can be aware of. They are using unwillingly and not probably unknowingly, you know, your hotel beds, uh, the casino as well to uh, conduct this very harmful crime just for money. Um, we really appreciate the, also the opportunity to work with media. This is an example of podcast philanthropy, you know, using media. But uh, media is really used to, of course, help promote, you know, sex, the sex trade. It's sex with sex for money. And so if you're in media, please show up. And of course, if you're, it's not, you know, exclusive, it's all inclusive of our community. We uh, engage with the faith community to uh, understand how they can also work, you know, with families within their uh, parishes and then help support. Oftentimes there's a lot of support that comes from our faith community. And of course, teachers, administrators, uh, coaches, you're with kids. We have individual um, trainings that are unique to what you do every day, that this is meant to just be the, the kickoff. And so when you come, you can you know, engage with us and then we can set up time to um, train your staff so then you can do your part in making this Copper Country a safe place. Excellent. Well, thank you again to, uh, to Stephanie Graff, president of the Upper Peninsula Human Trafficking Task Force, for being on the podcast. Again, a shout out to the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan Foundation for helping make this happen, um, as well as Dial Help and the Hubie Human Ta Trafficking Task Force um, for partnering with this event. Um, we will see you guys on the next episode of the PHF podcast.